Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Tech Doctor podcast. I am Robert, one of the Tech Doctors, and along with me is the former Allison Hartley, who is now Allison Mervis. Allison, it's been a long time. How are it has you? Been, well, it's been so long. I changed my name. Yeah, things are things yeah. are things are going well, really well. <laughs> um, I'm glad to be back for sure. Excellent. You're right. Nothing ever stays the same. Nope. All right. Well, we are here because there was an Apple event today, and we like to try to come along and give our take on what Apple's up to these days. This was a new kind of event for Apple. There was no shiny new hardware. It's all Mm -hmm. about Apple services. And people have been saying for a while now that if Apple's going to continue to grow and advance and move forward. It's really going to be more in the services area. So seems like they're opening, at least to some degree, kind of a new chapter. It's not just all about the hardware anymore. No, and I think it's, I think it's perfect timing for it, really. I think they're getting into these industries just in time to disrupt them. Tim Cook kind of started by defining services in this context and the services are here he said to help people get more out of their devices he talked about how iphone is very supported by a lot of services such as iphoto which is supported by the cloud services that they offer and that there's an integration between the software and the hardware and the services and Tim did very humbly say that he believes Apple does this better than anyone so that's kind of how it began and of course he reminded us that Apple offers all kinds of services that we don't necessarily think about too often the messaging services the location Mm -hmm. services the um, content that they offer as services like Apple Music and podcasting. So services have been up and coming or kind of creeping in there, it seems like, for quite a while. But here we go, featuring some pretty interesting new ones. Apple did reiterate that they are very interested in the same kinds of quality that they try to provide in their hardware with the same degree of privacy and the same uh, degree of attention to detail. So they began by talking about a new component to Apple News, which is going to be called Apple News Plus, and it adds about 300 or more magazines to Apple News. Yeah, they purchased a service called Texture that's actually going away officially here in May. And that was a standalone magazine subscription service. And I think that they're taking all of the um, magazines from there and then adding some as well. Apparently, Apple News, as it is now, even before the magazine services, <clears throat> being doing about people are reading about 5 billion articles a month. So. He's saying that Apple News is really doing well, and one of the reasons for that is because it's a curated news service, and so 
supposedly you get quality news that has at least been uh, checked over by somebody for its authenticity and its quality. It's quality. Quality. I don't know what word that is. (laughs) And so it it is going to be an additional subscription service, $9.99 per month if you want it. And first month is going to be free if you want to try it out. I already signed up. Okay. It's great. I started to read articles in the April 1st issue of People Magazine. The only thing I can't figure out is how to favorite a publication. But that might just be because I only played with it for a few minutes after I got home. I loved it. I was able to just browse the April 1st issue of People Magazine, click on the double tap on the articles that I that I wanted to read and read them beautifully. So excellent. And my understanding was that I haven't done it yet is that you have to update iOS before you can sign up. Yes, you must have 12.2 installed. And that didn't take very long for me at all. Say it works well on the iPad as well as on the iPhone. And they, again, make a commitment that no one is going to be selling your data, your information, if you subscribe to the magazine service. So that was one question I had was about accessibility. And so you're finding the magazines to be accessible with voiceover. At least People Magazine. And I imagine that for most magazines that are largely text-based, the accessibility would probably be pretty uniform throughout. Hope so. And it's nice that that this uh, $9.99 price is a price that includes everyone in your family group if you if you are on the family uh, plan. So not a bad deal in my case. No, when you consider the, the Wall Street Journal, uh, a single subscription that doesn't go on the family plan is I think thirty two ninety five a month or something. Mm-hmm. And you get the Wall Street Journal as part of this plus people plus New York Magazine plus just a bunch of any anything else that you could want to just take a look at even for an article or two here and there that's what i love about this because i've never really been i used to get people magazine on tape and then i would read it cover to cover because it was hard not to at the time because it's hard to use those tone indicators and know where you know what article you're getting to and stuff but now i can just browse just like everyone else sounds to me like we have a fan here i do i am it's i'm really excited all right so it's also available in Canada, which is mm-hmm. really great for our Canadian friends. And yeah. apparently they're offering it in English and in French. French. That's so awesome. So very good for, and it's going to be moving out into other countries as well later on this year. Mm-hmm. But right now, U.S. and Canada. Well, that's kind of all I know about the magazine subscription service so far. Anything else you want to add about it? Uh, nothing else I can really think of except that it's really cool. All right. They moved on next to Apple Pay, and they've always intended Apple Pay to be a replacement for your wallet, and they said that it's received about 70% uh, acceptance in the U.S. and about 90% in Australia, which surprised me. I thought it was doing better here than it was in Australia. Yeah, I would have thought so because it's been here longer. Yeah, but they that's that's what I wrote down when they were giving that yeah. that data so that surprised me a little bit. No, more. I saw it on Twitter as well. Yeah, you're right. And Apple Pay will be in 40 countries by the end of the year. And 
it is now going to support more transit services. It's coming to Portland, Chicago, and New York City. So I guess it'll make it easier to pay for your transit ticket when you go get on that train. That's cool. I wish it would come to BART, the Bay Area Rapid oh, Transit. Yeah. That would be very you, cool. You would think that it likely would because they said they were starting to roll it out on the West Coast, but that's not one of the cities they mentioned. No. A little bit surprising given how close Surprised Apple is. Portland over San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. And they introduced a new credit card called the Apple Card. And this card is going to have no fees, uh, low interest rates, um, really excellent security. Uh, There's no wait time to get it. You're just going to be able to sign up for it through through Apple Pay or through the Apple Wallet and get it immediately, it sounded like, when it becomes available. Jennifer Bailey came and talked about it. And she said that one of the great things about it is that it harnesses the power of the iPhone. So you can use it anywhere worldwide that you can use Apple Pay. Mm -hmm. Um, And it works through the wallet app. It's easy to get help if you have an issue with a transaction or something. You're going to be able to get help on that through iMessaging through through texting, which surprised me a little bit, but I guess that will be that's pretty neat though, because it's very you know the when when you're doing something or communicating with anybody, text is just so easy. Yeah, yeah, and it's it remember that it is end to end encrypted, so so right, it is secure. Yeah. Um, and it's going to do a good job of helping you track information about your spending. It uses machine learning and Apple Maps to give you good information on where a given transaction took place. So it's going to be easy to tell where you're spending all of your money. Oh, thank goodness. Because there's times where you look at a merchant name on a, on a credit card statement and you're like, did I get hacked or did I shop there? Like, what, what does this random jumble of letters and numbers actually mean? Yeah. So- <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was she was lamenting about that and was yeah. saying that Apple Card is going to do a much better job with all that. Thank it's goodness. got a rewards program called yeah. Daily Cash where you're going to get 2% cash, 2% of the cost of something if you buy something with with the credit card using Apple Pay. And if you purchase something from the Apple stores, you're going to get 3%. And Apple Card is going to show you how to best save money by being able to calculate the interest in real time so you can see exactly how much interest you'd be paying on using different payment plans and things like that. that. No late fees, no limit fees, and no international fees. So they're trying to, it sounded to me like, make this credit card a more customer-oriented card than what we see a lot of times with with the other big Mm -hmm. credit card companies. However, speaking of big credit card companies, they have partnered on this card with 
Goldman Sachs and with MasterCard. Mm -hmm. So you can't get away from the big credit card companies and the banks no matter what you do. No. But there is a new level of privacy and security. Uh, the, the card issues a per-transaction card number, mm-hmm. which is stored in the safe enclave on your phone. And each payment uses dynamic security code. And each payment uh, is authenticated with Touch ID or Face ID, depending on which phone you have. And so it's really kind of cool in terms of security. Apple does not know what you bought, where you bought it, or what you paid for it. I like that. Yeah. And all tracking to help you with your expenses and all is done on the device itself. So none of your data is going out to be potentially shared and misused misused anywhere right and when apple pay is not available which it's not unfortunately in a fair number of places still um, apple has designed a new physical card made of titanium i can't wait to see that i cannot wait to see it well, not only will you be able to see it, but you will have your name etched on etched it with a laser. With a laser, yes. It has no card number, no expiration date, and no security code on the card. This is all stored in your phone. So no one's going to be able to steal your stuff when you, when you use this card. Yeah. And that's going to be really nice when you need to use a card out in public somewhere. Mm-hmm. And there's a 1% daily cash reward when you use the physical card itself. Nice. And guess what? It's all going to be out this summer. I cannot wait. I am really looking forward to it. You don't have to wait too long. No. Just a little while. <laughs> just just another month or two, really. Just got to think about, you know, start scratching that itch. Where are you going to spend that money, yeah. right? Well, you know, it makes sense for me to spend it on Apple products. Well, uh, Apple certainly think? thinks so. <laughs> so next we uh, talked about the App Store. And there's a new feature for games mm-hmm. called Apple Arcade. Yeah. And someone named Ann Ty talked about Apple Arcade. Uh, and she was pointing out that it's been hard for people who are charging for their games to make money because there are so many free games and they think this will help everyone help the developers to have this Apple Arcade service which is really a subscription service have about 100 games to start with and they're going to be adding more Mm -hmm. all along but this Arcade will appear as another tab in the app store. And you can play these games across all of your devices. So you can start it on one device and pick it up on another one. And every game is available to be played offline. There are no ads or additional purchases. And this was kind of interesting Um, She said that games cannot collect any data on you without your permission, without your consent. So it sounds like 
there's going to be some wiggle room there for data collection of some sort, but you're going to have to give the developer permission to do it. Right. I could see that being really good for kids too, you know, learning about, okay, well, this is what it's asking for. And this is the information you're choosing to give away. You're going to have to wait a little longer for this one, though. It's not going to be available until the fall. Well, I'm not holding out a whole lot of hope, at least, at, the, at least in the beginning, that there are going to be too many accessible games. So I'm, I'm going to sit this one out until I know for sure if there's anything I can actually play and, moreover, anything that I'm interested in. Right. Yeah, I don't, I'm not much of a gamer, so. I am, but it's got to be something I can, I can play. It's just yeah. going to be another blind people card game. I'm, I've got plenty of those on my on my phone and my computer. So. All right. We don't, we're going to put you down for no card games. <laughs> oh, I like them, but if that's all that's going to be in this, I want, I want a good Epic fantasy game or that game that they talked about, about the kid, like going through different scenarios and stuff. Yeah. That sounds like it would be very interesting if it was playable by us. Well, if you decide to move to a different country, you can, you've got 150 of them. You can choose from that. They're, 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 that the game well, arcade is going to be available yeah. in. So <laughs> you're likely to be able to, you know, get in a place that, that will yeah. serve you with that inaccessible <laughs> game, right? <laughs> exactly. The pricing hasn't been yet announced, so we don't know whether you'll be able to afford it or not. Yeah. None of these have have had the pricing announced yeah. except, for news, except for News Plus. That's right. Very, very few prices were discussed yeah. today. Yeah. Well, next we talked about the Apple TV app. Mm-hmm. And the app will bring TV content together. It's kind of this promise that's been made for quite a while. And it seems mm-hmm. like it's coming to fruition potentially a bit here. Um, someone named Peter Stern talked about the Apple TV app. Mm-hmm. And all of iTunes movies are going to be built into the app you can either rent them or purchase them from the tv app and they talked about how there are you can buy cable bundles from your cable company but most of them are too big most of them have too much stuff in them that you don't really want but with the apple tv apps it's going to let you watch what you want on demand it's going to have channels like showtime and hbo and stars and many many more and you're more of a tv fan than i am what do you think of of this i'm very interested in this i know that they said you could use sign in services too i would imagine like youtube tv which is what i have right now that is my tv provider i i cut the cord um and so i'm wondering if this will allow me to cancel my youtube tv subscription because as much as i like it it has a lot of channels that i don't ever watch and so if i could just get the five or six channels that i tend to go between um, in this Apple channels, that might actually save me some money. And you can, if you can get that for a good deal, then yeah. you know you might really get reach the dream of being able to get what you really want mm-hmm. without paying for a bunch of crap that you don't that want. That I don't want, yeah. And if, 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 if you don't know what you want, don't worry about it because Apple is going to be able to make recommendations based on what what you like and See, so cool. I like it, that i would trust apple to do that it's going to analyze your your watching habits but not by collecting data on you it's going to okay. going to do an on device analysis so that's 
cool. I like that. And and I know you're you're a, a huge sports fan. You're gonna you're gonna be able to get some sports. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get all the sports. Actually, yeah. I, I watch a little bit of NASCAR, and that's about it. Probably be, <laughs> probably be no no time. You'll have no time for podcasting. You'll be so right, busy watching I'll be watching sport. all of the football and yeah, things yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um. So someone. Uh, Named Cindy Lynn, I believe that's at least that's what I wrote down as her name, mm-hmm. got yeah. up and, and showed um, the Apple TV app interface. And it seemed like it worked really well, certainly visually. I don't know exactly what it's going to be like with this new, some of these new features with voiceover, but I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's likely to work yeah, pretty well. So. Yeah. Showed how easy it was to select new shows and... Mm-hmm. Um, she said it works great with the iPad and the iPhone, and it's uh, going to be available in May, you know, just two months from now. Right. So you, you, you're almost there. I'm almost there. I don't have to wait too long. I, I, I could even probably hold my breath. And hopefully <laughs> you could. Yeah, you could. That would be a bit risky, but you could give, breaking you could give it a shot. <laughs> Of course, I imagine you'd be so out of breath you wouldn't be able to sign up for the service know, right? for a while. Yeah, I better not then. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully by the fall you'll have at least one or two of them because it's going to be coming to the Mac. That's cool, and it's also coming to smart TVs as well. The, oh yeah, um, Roku and Amazon and some various LGs and stuff. Which will be Samsung, good. I found, the arch I found Apple's my, arch enemy. I know, right? Uh-huh. I like that. I like to see them branching out a little bit. I find myself using my. I'm going back to using my Apple TV a little bit more than my Amazon TV, um, because I just like the interface a lot of, of a lot of the apps better. But that's cool that it'll be available for for different platforms. Yep, it is cool, and it looks like it's going to be interesting to see. The unknown, which is how much is it going to cost us? Yep. So we will have to stay tuned for that one because they did not tell us today. They didn't. And next, uh, Tim Cook talked about the importance of being able to tell great stories and using creativity in presenting those stories. Mm -hmm. And this led to him introducing... um, Two, two gentlemen named Zach and Jamie who talked about Apple TV Plus. They like this Plus They do like adding thing the Plus now. to things, yeah. And they're going to create a good bit of their own content. And it seemed like to me a lot of this content really is about human interaction. It's about in some way or another connecting us with each other which we didn't quite know i think a lot of speculation about what kind of content apple might create Mm -hmm. but i think we're starting to get a a bit of a flavor for at least what some of it might be like and they had a number of the artists there who are going to be on these shows and um there's going to be a morning show with reese witherspoon and jennifer jennifer aniston i believe yeah, it's a, it's a drama about a morning show, and that's okay. just super cool. I want to I wanna see that because they're both really, really wonderful actresses. It's supposed to be a lot about the relationships between men and women. Mm-hmm. And Steve Carell kind of plays the 
the um the sort of blowhard bluff man character and yeah <laughs> and you know it's gonna be they're gonna handle it with humor it's not gonna be you know because anytime steve carell's involved you know a riot of hilarity ensues <laughs> yeah so i think it'll be an interesting show yeah i'm looking forward to that one next they surprised me a bit they talked about a show called c which is about a population who is all blind I'm so looking forward to this show. I know that some of the peoples are nervous and some of the consumer organizations are up in arms, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I want to check this out. Yeah. It is. It looks so cool. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Apparently something happened several generations ago, which caused everyone in the world to go blind. And so now they're dealing with it after Mm -hmm. hundreds of years have gone by and they're beginning to wonder, was there ever such a thing as sight? And if so, what was it and all that? Right. And how would they be different? So I don't know. I mean, who knows what it'll be like, but it's fascinating to me that this turned out to be what, even what one of the shows is going to be about. Exactly. I'm, and the way they handled it, they, they talked about, you know, closing your eyes and imagining the world without sight. And I think they handled it really nicely. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, next show that they discussed is, is going to be called Little America. And it's, it's, it's about uh, stories featuring immigrants and I what like Im- immigrants have contributed. And uh, it's very much human interest oriented, it sounds like. Yeah, and it seems like it's going to be some, some heartwarming, some funny, some sad, some, you know, some just different different uh different uh, emotions yeah i said story. it covered a, a big range of emotions yeah and of course i know you were thrilled to to see big bird come on yeah i was and, a little jarred by his voice though he has a different, yeah. different person voicing him now <laughs> yeah big bird's a little, little little croaky these days yeah but he is uh he they're going to they've partnered with the sesame street company to do a show for preschoolers called helpster and which gonna, looks so cute oh my goodness it just looks so adorable yeah well they're even gonna help kids learn about coding yeah i was excited to hear that if i have preschoolers one day hopefully they will watch it yeah maybe they will yeah now the next show really interested me being a musician and it's 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 a series about a singer songwriter called Little Voice, and it features Sarah Bareilles. Yeah, Vicky great. tells me that that show was that she did a movie called Little Voice or something. I don't know how the show and the movie are she tied together. She did a Broadway musical, Tony Award winning, I believe, Broadway musical called Waitress. That was really good. She may have also done a movie as well. Well, this is what uh, Vicky says, and Vicky knows her movies for sure, so I, <laughs> I guess she probably did. But um, the, the, it's interesting that sort of the premise is that the, the main character lives in New York City, and she's trying to find herself as a singer-songwriter. And she yeah. she did play the theme song for the show, uh, on on stage, and it's it was a really nice song. I liked it a lot. I like, yeah. Looking forward to that one. 
And so these shows are going to be ad-free. They're going to be available on demand and available offline. So I guess you can download them if you want to. That'll be handy, like if you're traveling or something. I like that. They're going to be available in over 100 countries. And they're going to start again this fall. Fall, Yeah, the fall is going to be a big... Big, uh, our, our time is going to get very uh, very occupied in the fall. <laughs> yes, it certainly is. It's intriguing to me, and Apple's done this a little more in recent years, announcing things pretty far ahead of time. They never used yeah. to do that. Yeah, it's like they want to build the hype. You uh-huh. know, which I get, which and, it's totally going to work. <laughs> and maybe you have to do that if you're introducing services. Mm-hmm. There's no shiny hardware to, yeah. to put in your pocket. And finally, we had Oprah appear. I love Oprah. She talked about how she is all excited to be working with Apple because there are a billion people using Apple products, and she wants to talk to all one billion of us. And she wants to really use this platform in a lot of very humanistic promote kindness, promote connection. Uh, She wants to help the world. It really sounded like, honestly, if she can find a way to help the world begin to heal from some of the, some of the hate and divisiveness and Mm -hmm. and all that's going on. Honestly, it's like, that's kind of, kind of the direction that she is hoping to head in. And she, you know, she just might be able to do it. She just might be able to. Oprah, Oprah can do anything. She's Oprah. You know, <laughs> well, she's going to take Oprah to a whole new level, I think. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of the documentaries she talked about. I like the idea of the world's largest book club. I'm, I'm here for all of it. <laughs> yeah, she's doing a documentary on sexual assault and another one on mental health. That Which, is going to raise such awareness on both of those topics. I love it. Yeah, it really resonates with me, of course, as a psychologist. I'm very excited about anything that anyone wants to do with mental health where she says she's going to work on helping people reduce their shame and Mm -hmm. turn that shame into compassion and and dignity and and honesty. I mean, um, you know, it it was pretty cool to hear her talk about some of these things. And you mentioned the book club. It's going to be interesting. She said she's hoping that, that this will be a very interactive kind of book club where she'll be talking to authors and people reading the book and these these talks will be available on all the apple products so i got the impression that you could go like physically to a bookstore to a bookstore to an apple store to have like in-person little meetings and then link up somehow with oprah through a live stream it's what it sounded like yeah you think you'll do it you're gonna go link up with oprah well, it depends on where I am because if oh, I'm see. still, you know, if I'm still in California, the nearest Apple store is about an hour away. <laughs> so uh-huh. I probably will not be linking up with Oprah at the Apple store here. You know? <laughs> but if you're living somewhere near an Apple store, you might. Near, yes, then I will totally I mean, link up with Oprah. I don't know how far you're willing to walk to link up with Oprah. I'm just <laughs> not sure about that. Pretty okay. far. Pretty far. Pretty yeah. far. Okay. But that is essentially what was covered today and i like to just kind of give everyone a a brief 
outline of it all. You kind of know now what we know about yeah. things. And there's obviously going to be more to come about pricing and exactly how it's all going to work. But it's very cool. I'm going to get off this podcast and go update my iOS and try out the the news app. So that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, and the audio message quality is a lot better in iMessage now in 12.2. You no longer sound like you're underwater. <laughs> oh, okay. It sounds something more along the lines of a WhatsApp type quality. Maybe not quite as good as WhatsApp, but but darn closer. Is that something you use? I hardly ever use the audio message. I do use the audio message feature a lot. So okay. I'm glad that it's that it's gotten better. Right. Maybe you know, if, now that it's better, maybe... I'll use it more. Yeah, we should test it out. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this relatively short podcast. I want to get this one posted in the next day or so without too much editing so that we can get the news out there. But it's sure a pleasure to talk to you again, Allison. And thanks a lot for doing this. Well, thanks for having me. It was great. Yeah. All right. So As we say around here, I am Robert, one of the tech doctors, and I will say so long for now. And I'm Allison, the other tech doctor, saying bye, everyone.